Who is the SEO with the most tattoos? Which search marketer builds their own cars for fun? Who used to be a ballet dancer? It's time to go deep into the lives of your favorite search marketers. This is Behind the SEOs with your hosts, Joseph Silver and Morty Oberstein. Welcome to Behind the SEOs, where we bring SEOs to life. I am your host, Morty Oberstein. I am joined by Fusion Digital's own... Yosef Silva. How's it going, Yosef? It's good. Nice to talk to you. This is what, episode like number four, five? I lose count after three. I stop counting. This, that's that's all school went up to for you, three? Yeah, like, yeah I'm, not, I'm not good at math. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm this is math. four. Right. Okay, episode number four. So here's how this works. We talk about... Uh, we talk to SEOs, not about SEO. We talk about their lives. Because guess what, people? They're actually real people. They <gasps> Shocking. They have real lives and real interests outside of SEO, except for the freaks who only do and think about SEO 24-7. Okay, so you can find the Behind the SEOs podcast at BehindTheSEOs.com, on Stitcher, on Spotify, wherever great and really crappy podcasts are found. You can also subscribe on the website, and you can follow us on Twitter at Behind SEOs. Today, we have for your listening and visual pleasure, because now we are recording the video as well, which will be up on YouTube. Uh, and I've been totally not looking at the camera the entire time because I forgot we're doing <laughs> video now. Oh, I'm the best host ever. Um, we have with you, you obviously know who he is because I, I forgot the video is there. It's Greg Gifford. I totally botched the whole thing. Hi, Greg. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> we got to figure that out for next time, Yosef. Like, you know, if we want to bring the guest in, have them like shut up. Like bring them in later. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's really do it like a cheesy 1990s PowerPoint where they like come in from the corner. Right, what, what's, what's, what's cracking me up is every time Morty le- leans to the side, the microphone like oh, cuts right. away right. from his yeah. face because it keeps like figuring the microphones of background. So it right, like right. makes half of your face disappear. It's I've hilarious. Totally, I've totally thought through all of this beforehand. It's like a cloaking <laughs> device. Right. My mind. I, I've been fixated on which part of Morty just disappears as he right. moves his body. This is absurd. I like it. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like, well, Greg, welcome. You. Okay, so we can talk about a lot of things, but I want sorry. One thing I did not know about you was that you were a cheerleader for SMU, or you were the mascot for SMU. SMU Mustangs, baby! That was my first tattoo for all the tattoo fans out there. Uh, That whole faded, gross look is a perfect example of why you need to wear sunblock if you have tattoos. Because I did not. Um, that thing is, let's see now, that's a 30 year old tattoo at this point. Wow. Um, Wait, do you still yeah. remember the cheer? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, yeah, there's a bunch of them. But um, yeah, so I was the mascot. Uh, it was really fun. It was back when we still had the Southwest Conference, uh, which right. for any football fans out there would know what that was. Um, whole lot of fun uh i was on espn commercials for like i mean while i was there and probably another four or five years after i left they still had me on little blurbs of stuff related to football in the south because i did crazy like i almost wasn't with the cheerleaders because i was so into going and doing i i met all the other mascots at, at you know cheer camp in the summer and and so i would know these people and we would plan these elaborate things where like I would go around to the other side of the field and kidnap 
one of their cheerleaders and bring them back. And then the other mascot would have to come fight me to the death to get the cheerleader back. And so we were all over TV, did crazy stuff. I'd walk up in the stands, I'd give stuff away. Like it was, it was a blast. And actually for my 20 year college reunion, I got to, they, they do a thing at SMU where if, if it's, uh, what homecoming any of the cheerleaders can come cheer for the first quarter of the game if you're an alumni cheerleader but they especially let you they kind of like really push it if it's one of your like five-year anniversaries or whatever so they'd never really done anything with the mascot and they started organizing it and usually the mascot people will just kind of get down and cheer with the cheerleaders and I was like hey can I get in the suit and they were like do you really want to and I'm like heck yes I do <laughs> And the crazy thing was, so like I'm up underneath, like putting the suit on and I'm coming out of where the football players come out. I didn't even make it to the field before I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. It was so much harder than I remembered. And I'm not anywhere near the shape I was in then, but it was so hard to breathe and so hot. I was like, I'm not going to make it through the first quarter. And so I just started in my head going, make it five minutes, get out on the field so that my family can get pictures and my kids can see me in the suit. And then I'm okay. And then I kind of caught my wind out there and I had so much fun. It came to the end of the first quarter where they make the alumni cheerleaders leave. And the person that was the mascot was just walking around with me up in the stands and stuff. And the guy was like, Hey dude, it's the end of the first quarter. And I'm like, Oh man, he goes, dude, if you want to keep going, I'm happy to take this game off. And I'm like, sweet. So I got to do the whole first half of the game and halftime. It was a blast. That's awesome. Can I tell you, like, it sounds awesome, but it would have been hilarious if like the mascot passed out. Right in the middle oh, right. <laughs> You said you were on ESPN and stuff. Can we see any of that? Is that on YouTube anywhere? Ooh, I don't know. I'd have to go. It was all like little kind of quick, you know, 10 second Clips. commercials before football. So I don't know that there's anything still up, but I, I'm, I'm cool. sure I could probably have videos somewhere. I have pictures. Oh, of, photos, right. Do you have I have a photo. Like I went up in the stands and got a picture with my family. And that was funny because my little girl at the time was really young and she was terrible. Even though they were like, that's daddy in the suit. She was not having anything to do right. with me. It was really funny. Okay. I got kicked out of a press conference one time. There was a press conference going on and I went up to the athletic director and grabbed his head and did a noogie. He nice. wasn't talking. <laughs> he else was talking, but I walked up behind him and grabbed his head and like did a noogie. He nice. thought it was funny, but like all the other SMU like people in the room were like, uh-uh, he's out. And they like, <laughs> pretty funny. Yeah, but they know who you were. Like you, like you had a hat on, right? They didn't even know who you were. Well, yeah, that was one of the things is like, it's tradition at SMU, and I don't know if it's still that way, but for sure back then it's tradition that nobody knows who the mascot is. And so oh, my roommate okay. was a cheerleader, and everybody was like, your roommate's cheerleader. Why don't you go to football games? I'm like, yeah, I'm just not really into football. Right. Because it was like, we'd have to get there so early, nobody would see me coming. And, you know, I didn't keep the massive bag of stuff there. So, like, just literally people thought I really wasn't into football. I had a letter jacket that I couldn't wear until I graduated from college. And, like, when are you uh -huh. going to wear it? Why would you want to wear it then? Right. But, uh. Yeah, like I was, I was a lettered athlete. Um, I was a collegiate All-American that I couldn't announce because it was like a really big deal to keep it a secret. That's sad. That's so sad. That's tr tragic. Well, like I had to lie and say I had the flu one time because we had a game at Baylor. Wait, wait, and you had you had a flu game of your own. You're like the Michael well, no, Jordan so of mascots. The Baylor Stadium is like recessed in the ground. Okay. So like it's a massive college football stadium, but ground level is like halfway up in the stands. So you don't get any wind because it's so like dug down into the ground. Oh, that and that day was probably a hundred ish degrees. So like down on the <sighs> field, it was like 110. And I did not drink enough. And I probably sweat off somewhere between 11 and 12 pounds of water weight 
in a three-hour wow. football game, and I, I should have gone to the hospital. I was really <laughs> severely dehydrated and sick, and, like, I was in bed for almost a week because of that, and I was like, yeah, I just got the flu, guys. Like, you know. You're like the Michael Jordan <laughs> mascots. That's amazing. I see, I, and I never knew this. I'm like, I'm almost upset you never told me about this. You're not that surprised. Knowing me, you're like, no, yeah, like, that totally makes sense. I would agree sense. with that. Right. It makes like, sense. So many things make sense now about Greg. Absolute sense. All right. So, obviously, we're going to talk. So, wait, wait. I have a question for you. Um, do you like movies? Uh, not not Think. looking at anything in the background or my t shirt or any of my tattoos. Like, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not really. Not. Nah, okay. So, can I tell Other you? Other than like, all those things. I hate being around you because like when I'm around you, I feel like, oh my God, I know nothing. And I'm usually the person who knows about movies and pop culture. And, but I, I know nothing. I'm not, I almost feel like I'm not worthy. You know, we were prepping for the conversation today. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to let the two of you talk about pop culture and I'll watch. You mean that's basically my entire office here is pop culture stuff. And a picture very of nice wife. office, by the way. So, very, very impressed. So um, I no, yeah, to- I'm like way ridiculously obsessed with movies, obviously. I mean, anybody who's seen me present or knows me knows yes. that oh, dude, I'm all about movies. Stuff. I now have almost 800 movies in my iTunes library. Oh, wow. Which is nuts considering that's, nuts. Uh, that's probably amassed over just the last few years, even. So I, I need and to 70% to was during lockdown. <laughs> probably, yeah. That's right, that's a good Not really, because right. nothing's coming out. It sucks. Yeah, it does it suck. Is. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. I need, I need, I feel like I need, I feel like maybe you would get me on this, maybe you won't get me on this, and it's a risk. I only watched The Mandalorian like two weeks ago, like season one. Wow. Okay. And I'm a big sci fi, like Trek, Star Wars fan. I saw The Force Awakens right when it came out, and I swore to myself, I will never watch another one of these crappy, shitty ass Star Wars movies ever again. But you freaking love The Mandalorian, don't you? Loved it. It was. So good. I, I saw a really funny meme the other day where it was a dude completely covered in bandages, like old school movie where like his arms are out stiff and he's like a complete solid, com- full body. And all you saw was two little eyes and it was labeled it's John Favreau and he broke his body because he had to carry the entire Star Wars franchise on his back. Oh, okay. <laughs> wait, wait. So for our listeners who maybe are not familiar with this, or Yosef, who's maybe not familiar with this. No, this, this one I'm actually familiar with. Okay, fine. See, good. See, I feel like we, we did. Star Wars is amazing. It's so good until they came out, in my opinion, with the new trilogy. Even the, even the prequels, I can live with that. Like, I get that. All right, it's a little bit. I think... 10 years from now, you'll be like, you know what? They weren't great, but they weren't as bad as I thought they were. As a kid, I loved Luke Skywalker. I yep. just loved him. I loved everything about him. And they completely... Sh- and I they just destroyed the him. Like, and I waited so long. They so completely... long. They crapped on Luke Skywalker, and they crapped on the entire setup of the entire Star Wars The whole story. thing. And I'm waiting yeah. all this time to see what the hell happened to Luke. But you haven't seen the second season of Mandalorian. I did. No, I watched. Oh no, I dude. I saw the first season, and the second I was done with that, I'm like, we're watching season two right now. That, that was last great. episode of season two is like one of the greatest Star Wars moments ever, all time, all time. Yeah. And I knew it was coming because by the case, okay, so that's why I watched the Mandalorian because like I, I couldn't, I couldn't escape the spoilers. I saw what happened. I'm like, okay, I will now watch this. Yep. And I knew it was coming. And it was and it's still awesome. amazing, even yep. though I knew it was coming. Yep. And now I'm upset that I have to, we have to wait like two years for the next one, something like that. Something like that. It's, it's crazy. crazy. No, no, it's uh, next Christmas. 
It's okay. next Christmas is because they're doing the Ahsoka. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Christmas twenty twenty one. It's coming Christmas because they're doing the Ahsoka Tano series and they're doing the right. Rangers of the New Republic series. And then there's Obi Wan as a movie. And Obi Wan, okay. but Obi Wan won't cross over. Right. Obi Wan's okay. gonna be on, but that's a limited series of it's just one season. Right, right, right. right. Katana is gonna be ongoing. Rangers of the New Republic is the the X Wing pilots that yeah. were on a couple episodes. So it's those two shows are separate shows, and they will all cross over either right at the beginning to set up the next season of The Mandalorian, or Mandalorian will start in the. But all three of those shows are gonna have a crossover episode with all the characters again. So awesome. yeah, it's gonna be awesome. Absolutely awesome. Okay, so now to jump towards a completely different topic. Star Trek Discovery. Are you a Star Trek person? Dude, I got Khan on the shelf. Like, where right there is, is Khan. I'll, I'll bring him closer. Please bring Khan. Yo, so do you know who Khan is? Okay, Khan is like... Khan was... Okay, so back in the 1960s, yes. So oh, you have Star Trek 2 Khan. He's like, everything. Khan! I'm not crazy. So, yeah, I, I'm a big Star Trek fan. Uh, not as much as Star Wars, but... Still a pretty massive uh, Star Trek fan. I really didn't get into Discovery. I can see the uh, same thing. Okay, th- this last season wasn't as bad. Like, again, like, so I grew up on Star Trek. My, my grandparents, like, the wholesome thing we did as a, f- the, the one wholesome thing my family ever did was watch, watch Star Trek. The one, yeah. the one yeah. thing? No, literally, it's like the one wholesome thing. Like, when people were- like we should talk about like, that for a minute, like, therapeutically. Oh, yeah. You want me to lay down on the couch? You can't. Sure, sure. We can't yeah. see the couch because you're a weird right. background. By the way, if we do this, I want a full hour, no 45 minute crap. Sure. sure. Okay. Um, we can build by the hour. <laughs> SEO therapy. No, but like seriously, I like we grew up like my, my grandparents, the original series, and the next generation, like all that stuff, and like the reboot. Uh, even the reboot, like even the the JJ Abrams reboot, didn't do it for me. Um, oh really? I loved it. I thought it was awesome. The first one. The first one was really good. The second, the one with Khan, like, please, like, you cannot do Khan. Khan, a case for the audience at home, a case you don't know, you've been under a rock for the last, what, 50 years? Um, Khan was from the original Star Trek series, like, the iconic villains. He was also the, the, the main villain in Star Trek Two, the original Star Trek Two, not the reboot Star Trek Two. And then they did him again in the J.J. Abrams reboot in, like, 2010, whatever it was, 2013, probably. Um, I don't know. Like, when they did Khan, it kind of lost me. Yeah, I mean, nobody's going to touch Ricardo Montalban. I mean, you Ricardo Montalban. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I didn't mind. I, I enjoyed the reboot. I was kind of bummed that they couldn't make another one happen. I, I yeah. thought they did well uh, kind of recasting it. And I like the setup of the kind of multiverse Star Trek thing. So you've got yeah, the Abrams cool. verse cool. versus the... Like, like, I thought that was a cool setup. Uh, kind of like Marvel's going now. I'm interested to see how Marvel's going to pull off the multiverse. I'm really curious about that because it seems like like they hit that peak and you know it exploded in awesomeness and how what do you do now like I feel like it climaxed. Well, did you see DC's going the same direction and they're really going all in on their multiverse? Yes, yes. So they're gonna have like multiple Batmans, right? In the I know. Flash movie to set that up, and, and so Joker now thing. they're going back and apparently Keaton might be making more Batman so movies I as Batman. Saw like, that that'd be amazing. Yost is like, what the hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> I still just you should see my second screen and what I'm googling. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like this is what you felt like, Morty, when Arjun and I were talking about like baking and the royal family. Yeah, or, or like, this or is this is what that episode and was. Jelly, for you. whatever it was. So they're not having this we, conversation we ever reach. again. Um, no. Yeah. Veto. I don't know what your ties. Do you know like okay, so maybe it's like me, like maybe I'm crazy. So when English people talk about um jam and cream 
or, or is it do i have it right yosef I, sure Jam. Okay, so cream. Like, scone they, 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 cream they talk about like Jam. what do you what do you do first do you put the cream on first or do you put the jelly on the cream afterwards and as an american cream to me was always like do you take cream in your coffee right right and I'm thinking, like, why the hell are you putting jelly in milk? And um, Greg, when you've been in Brighton for Brighton SEO, have you explored like afternoon tea, scones, jam? Like, have you oh, had yeah, that sure. experience? Yeah. yeah, totally. So, yeah, Morty, have you been to Brighton SEO? Yeah, I, mean, I love Brighton SEO. It was a great conference. I usually get to the UK. I mean, the last few mm-hmm. years, out, even outside of Brighton, I'd go a couple times. So, like, I was in the UK five or six times in yeah. 2019. And yep. I've got, I mean, I even tweeted the other day that like of all the conferences out there, I mean, I'm not supposed to talk SEO, but like, I really miss Brighton the most because I, I have so that. many friends, I have so many friends in the UK now. And so, you know, right. I, I would always extend my trip through the weekend and go back to London and hang out with people and do stuff in London. And like, I just, I love the UK and it just sucks not getting to go anymore, man. I can't wait. I have, I have never made it to Brighton SEO, but Brighton's my hometown. So anytime people go and they're like, they have Brighton questions. I'm like, oh yeah, like. But it's I my my luck with Brighton SEO is I'm always in Brighton the week before or after for oh, a yeah. family thing or something. I've never made it to Brighton SEO. I've only been. And I was gonna make like I wanted to make it this year and then this well last year and then you know everything. The 2020s yeah. happened. Yep. Yeah. My fondest memory of but Brighton SEO was the- being drunk by two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. Yep. yep. <laughs> it's amazing. Probably earlier. I still remember. Yeah. That's but so Morty, how did you go to a conference in England and not have afternoon tea with jelly and jam? I am like the uh, most American. Uh, cream and so this, despite the fact that I no longer live in America, I'm like the most American person possible. I know that sounds insane. I don't know, like I don't know what the hell you're, you're between your queen. The only thing I understand is your music. Fair I mean, that's 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 valid. I don't get the royalty. I don't get like the tea thing. Why drink tea when there's coffee? Just See, I'm not a confusing. coffee drinker, so that was never really a big deal for me. Yeah. Like also, I'm, the I'm warm beer thing. Can someone explain that to me? Why would you drink the beer warm? Yeah, that I don't understand. See, but that doesn't really happen that often, right? Like, that's it, true. That's one of those more cliche. That's true. That's a cliche that, thing. Like, I'm sorry. Every beer I've ever really had in England like was that. was cold, right? That's true. That's fair. Thank you for calling me out on that. <laughs> I'm worried that no one is gonna listen to us because they just know that you're gonna bring up the cream and jelly thing. I think it's like a I don't have thing. to. Why would I subscribe? Morty's just gonna gripe about scones. So you're only like what? This is like four episodes in, maybe. Right. Yeah. You should figure out a way to work in the cream and jam thing into it's, every single one moving forward, just as an inside joke that nobody's gonna get except the exactly. people that watch this episode. Exactly. That's funny. Because no, it's like dude. It's come idea. every time. It's it come every has. time. Wait. So like. Nobody has. Is this a most? And every time we talk, actually, every time we just like, he'll, he'll just text me midweek. He's like, you know, seriously, I'm a, jam I'm a and your cream. Classic son of a bitch, and like, I know that I can, like, I know I can push your buttons with it. Yeah, I've so, like, that, that. That's I've, why I've it happens. Reached, uh, Wait, reached, so is this uh, a, is this the longest period of time you've ever been home since like I don't know, like the last like twenty years? Um, trying to think. The other day, this is the long for sure. It's been at least thirteen years that I've been at home for this long of a stretch. Right. And, and since I really like, it's really been the last seven years ish that I really started speaking a lot. So for sure, seven years, but like I started speaking 13 years ago. Right. And it's, but that was, you know, one or two a year, not a lot, but for sure I started doing a lot like 
at this point, I think I've been doing Brighton for six years, twice a year. And that was really where I got more international exposure to get all the other conferences and stuff. So, oh, you know, the last yes. five or six years is when I really started doing multiple trips out of the, out of the States. And, uh, you know, so 2019 ironic. was the most, I did a 140,000 miles of flying in 2019. Wow. But I what went was to the Australia. last place you Australia flew? is like a third of that or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's true. That's totally true. Um, where was the last place you flew? Uh, I went to Chicago in October for oh, a for... quarterly planning meeting for work. Do you but have to go so... into Chicago? That's cool. I mean, or not cool. Yeah, so I went to Chicago in October. I went to Chicago in the beginning of July. So July and October for quarterly planning meetings. And the last conference I went to was uh, SMX West. Dude, that's where I saw you last. Yeah, in San yeah. Jose. That was the last San conference Jose. I went to. That's the yeah. last place I've been to. You know what? The sucks? last international place I went to, I'd have to go back and think, but that probably would have been Brighton SEO or no, um, Search Love London at the end mm -hmm. of 2019 was the last. Crazy. Like, it's conferences for over a year. Yeah. So, like, Murphy's Law, I always end up on the West Coast of the US. I'm always trying to, I'm, ironically trying to get us gigs because like i want to go back home right right and i always end up on the west coast and i stopped by i stopped by new york on the way back and i finally got like found something in new york i'm like yes i'll see my family it'll be great like wonderful and then COVID hit right and then i <laughs> canceled man i Who's had the universe so saying stuff. morty can't go morty can't go home Sorry. i had so much cool stuff lined up last year i i had yeah. like dubai Singapore, oh, cool. Australia, Moscow, Kiev. Uh, I don't even remember what else, but like really like there was one that I was doing in Kiev where they were going to do a speaker outing. Like some of the smaller conferences do the like, we'll take all the speakers and their spouses somewhere. Oh, cool. And we were going to go on a tour of Chernobyl and like that was going to be that wicked. Awesome. Like, Seriously? Gonna do that, That's right? awesome. And no, it got shut down. Hopefully the, they, and they said they'll still do it. Oh, there was going to be one. I was doing one that was going to be a conference at Disney World or Disneyland in Paris, which nice. I love. I've been to before. It's awesome. But it would have been cool to do a conference there and have an excuse to go to Disney Paris because, hey, it's for work. Wait, wait. Was a conference at Chernobyl? Like, like live from Reactor 4? <laughs> no, it was in it was in Kiev, but they were going to do, like, a day trip to Chernobyl to, like, take we everybody should out. Do that. Like, we should organize a conference you know, at Chernobyl. City. So you got the whole city is deserted and, like, taken back over by, like, right. nature. But Wild you also life, have right. that abandoned amusement park that never even opened because it was set to open, yeah, like, a week after the disaster. So it was, like, never open. So it's, like, so many it, – like, I've started taking my camera. I was a photography minor in college. I was a wedding photographer for a while. I did my own little photography deal. And, like, I've started taking my camera on, like, cooler trips to, like, get good pictures. And that was going to be the best pictures ever. So, yeah. I have really, I have really mixed like on the one hand, Chernobyl's on my like bucket list of places I really want to visit. On the other hand, there's a reason it's deserted, and I don't know if I want to go there. Well, yeah, but apparently, like the tours, they have Geiger counters, and like, yeah, it's safe to like you wouldn't want to live there, but it's not a high enough level right. of radiation that spending a couple hours there does anything. But they also yeah. have the person going through with you, so that. There's random pockets of, for whatever reason, it's still a hotter area. And if that start Geiger counter starts going off, then you yeah right because they also I watched some like know where most of those are to avoid them. So yeah, I've watched some YouTubers who are like travel bloggers, like 
I've watched the tours of Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, cause that deserted, especially that amusement park, all those apartment buildings, all of it, just like time so froze. Cool. Right. Wasn't there a thing that people were trying to move back in a couple of years ago? There's a handful of people that did. There's like a, ha- there's yeah, a, there's handful, like a handful of people, people who live there. In. I just want to know like, what makes you like wake up in the morning? You know where I want to want to move to Chernobyl. You know, yeah. if it was your childhood home or your grandparents home yeah. and you just want that connection. Got family history there. And if you kind of want to roll the dice and figure that the part that you're in doesn't have enough radiation yeah. or maybe you've, they've done testing and know that certain parts aren't That's that true. bad. You probably have your pick of like, I want that entire building for my <laughs> It's empty, you know? Nobody's going to fight yeah. you on it. Right. Squatter's rights. Yeah. Amazing. Fascinates right. me. So, I really enjoyed the HBO series. That the was very Chernobyl good. HBO series. Yeah. It was very well done. That was really, really well good. Done. I remember sitting there like, holy crap. Because you knew the story. But you need to like actually understand like how <laughs> right. ridiculous it is. Yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay. So um, we have this thing called rapid fire questions. They're basically like, generally speaking, they're like me free associating and asking the most outlandish question I could possibly think of. Do they're I not- have to answer quickly too? Or do yeah, I? Yeah, you have uh, to like, don't think. Just yeah, answer. it's rapid. Just no, first thing like, comes into your head. That's a quick answer, but like. How much do I extrapolate on that answer? Is it like oh, you can do whatever you want? Like, like there's no real but rule it doesn't here. Mean to be like you ask a question, I answer quick, so you can ask another question like back and forth. Really yeah, or fast. we can have a conversation. It is about funny it. like that. It is good like that. Like all of a sudden, like, oh, is... like that's a crazy ass question. I would love to talk about this, and we'll talk about that. Okay. Listen, whatever. There are no rules. This is. This I dig is... it. Let's do it. All right. So, um, first question: Chew gum or kick ass? Oh, kick ass. Yes. But you're just like, where's that? Go-? It's from a movie. Because no bubble gum. No bubble gum. You're all out of gum? Yeah. Oh, that's ass kicking time. You knew I had that, right? You're yes, that's, that that's why I'm asking the too. thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, best cyborg. Oh. Oh, I got him. I got that's him. Tough. That goes so deep. Take your time. Think. I ponder <laughs> it. I mean, I could get really nerdy and say Locutus, but nobody would know what that is. Locutus. That is a but great But I would probably have to go with RoboCop. Ooh. Hmm. I was going, I was thinking like Terminator, but RoboCop, yeah, that's a good answer. Yeah. I'd, that's I'd a very, I feel Original like he, RoboCop, not remake RoboCop. True. I feel like RoboCop doesn't get the cyborgness he deserves. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those properties from the eighties that is still ridiculously badass but it kind of doesn't get the love that a lot of the other kind of eighties kitschy pop That's culture true. stuff. Gets. Hey, I'll buy that for a dollar. That's fair. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, worst star Wars, but best star Trek. Oh God. Worst star Wars would be whatever the piece of crap was. That was the second of the new series. So, was right. Yeah. So by the way, like yeah. that movie is the best thing that happened to Jar Jar Binks ever. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think that the second one, whatever the second one of the newest, I think Force Awakens. The last, no, no, the Last Jedi. Last Jedi, yeah, Last Jedi, piece of crap. Best Star Trek by far, Wrath of Khan. Like, Wrath of Khan, one of the best movies ever made. Ever made. By the way, can I ask you, like, a question? Like, can you, like, what are your feelings on the first one, the the Star Trek, the motion picture? I don't mind it. I I like it. I like it. It's a great movie. Yeah. People cry. I don't on think that. they really got bad till it got to about undiscovered country, and then it was kind of yeah. I let's... like undiscovered country. I thought it was a great movie. I yeah. see when, when it came it, out it... in the theaters. I watched like five times in the theater. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, it was okay. I thought Generations was really good. I that enjoyed was very the, good. 
that, that was, was very good. good. Yeah. First contact, I also liked. Okay, um, Knight Rider or A Team? Oh God, you suck, dude. <laughs> oh, that's tough. I'd have to go Knight Rider on yes, that. I was thank a huge you. Knight Rider fan. So when I was a kid, I had I had like this giant kit car. Like it had like pedals yeah. and like you press yeah and like the the light moved back and forth. Wait, kick ass. Um, Alpha ET. Oh God, man. That's ooh, amazing. I never. Ooh, nice. I did not remember. Yeah, you, had uh, you may not have seen that. That's that's my newest. Okay, edition. cool. Yes, okay. I did not remember that because yeah. it wasn't there. That's awesome. That that's an amazing tattoo. Yeah, I've got a couple of. ET we see it again. Yeah, that's really cool. That is so That's good. Really cool for our yeah. audio wow. listeners. It's, it's a really lot well of done. yeah. For, for audio listeners, go to YouTube. Go to YouTube because you just missed I'm, out. Yeah, all the people that are listening are like, "Well, see what? What the hell?" I'm about to do my fingers, and we were gonna do my fingers, and I was like, ah, "I don't know if I like the gap of going from sleeve to empty hand to fingers." So nice. Let's go ahead and do this. And so you know, we were trying to figure out what to do, and my guy only does black and gray now, even though he did the color stuff up here. He only does black and gray. So we're trying to figure out what we could do that wouldn't clash with the rest of it. And I just, one day it like was a light bulb and I'm like, what about this? He's like, Oh my God, dude, we have to do it. That's brilliant. And then That's it's funny. Brilliant. As soon as he finished, he put the tattoo machine down and he said, congratulations. Now you officially can't get a job in corporate America. <laughs> <laughs> Which I laughed at because like, I'm not really worried about job security and tattoos affecting that, but you know, it's funny. That's awesome. Movie most in need of a reboot or franchise most in need of a reboot. That's a hard question, actually. I, I should, like, that's a real thinking man's question. Yeah, I mean, that's tough. Um, that's not a good rapid fire question. It isn't, but it's a good question. Yeah, like, geez, I'd love to see him redo Robocop. I think that would be great. That they tried it. Well done. Uh, it didn't go over well. Jeez, no. um, man, I don't know. I'd I love to. Yeah, that's tough. That's a I'd hard question. I don't have an answer either. I can't do a rapid fire on that. That's not a rapid fire kind of question. Okay. Now I'm going to ask the, the back of the flip side of that movie that should never have been rebooted. I'm going to say the matrix when they, when they redo the matrix. I'm, I'm, I particularly oh, the, the sequel, but it's not a redo. It's a continuation. Okay, fine. It's a sequel. I'm excited. But they for should that. not have been made. Um, Hang on. Are they remaking the matrix? No, they're, they're not, not remaking. They're oh, making the he's right. It's the fourth one. Yeah. Really? Um, I don't know. I'm like a little bit. The, matrix, like, the first movie was excellent. And then they should have stopped. Possibly. In my humble That's opinion. That's a tough one too, man. I'd really have to think about that. All right. Well, kind of, yeah. I think the Marky Mark Planet of the Apes was a pretty giant pile of dog turd. <laughs> and I'm a really big fan of the original Planet of the Apes. And I really like what they did with the newer, like, right. Rise, War, Dawn. Yeah, those were good. Apes, but the Marky Mark one was pretty bad. Okay. That's good. Worst decade for music. <sighs> I mean, you don't have to go back to the 1800s. I mean, like modern times, like 70s, 80s. <laughs> now some pretty decent stuff out now though i don't think there's a worse if i had to pick a worse yeah, that's what that, makes it hard i would uh i'm not a fan of much that came out in the 60s 50s really? has some 50s has some really cool stuff 40s like has some cool stuff 60s not so great 70s man that's my childhood killer stuff from the 70s that is great 80s is um, amazing I finally got to see Chicago perform live a couple years ago. Oh, really? Which blew my oh, mind. Nice. Love Chicago. Um, so that was great. Um, 80s, obviously, that's like the best of the everything. Best. 90s had some decent stuff. There's a lot. Uh, in the early 90s 2000s, pretty okay. 2010s, yeah. Like, and now, like, there's I, I like a lot of stuff that's out now. So yeah, so I don't. Like, I go I'm 60s. Like, so I like the 60s. Like, you had the Doors and the Stones and 
Mamas and the Papas. Mm. Mamas and Papas, the Beach Boys. All right. All right. That's fine. Yeah, but if I had to pick, I would say that's my favorite. I I hear that. By the way, that's a a hot take because, like, the 60s are, like, the, you know, the the 60s and music. It's, like, revolutionary. And you just crapped all over it. Yeah, but, I mean. Well, you crap all over it. If if you're making me pick and I have to. I'm making you pick. I know. It's really my fault. I'm going to go with the 60s. Okay. So let's get a little personal here. Um, Best number of kids to have. Three, three, <laughs> worst number of kids to have. You know, you have to say they, they have three kids. Like you're going to say uh, three. Man, yeah. My wife wanted to keep going, and uh-huh. uh, thank goodness we had a, a little girl for our third. So I was able to say, no, we got boys and girls. We're done. If we'd have had another boy, we probably would have kept going. And so that's what happened. You get more. That's like new house, new car. And man, I'm old. Like I don't want to have a kid and be like 70 when that kid's graduating from high school. So yeah, no. Three, three is a good number. Uh, don't ask me the number of pets because clearly I don't know the answer to. How many <laughs> it's way out of control at my house oh, now. That's hilarious. Worst place for a tattoo. Worst because of pain or worst because of how it looks. However you want to interpret. You're the boss. Uh, most painful place for sure is kneecap. Uh, that's just really? so dumb. It's the worst thing ever. Uh, closely followed by back of the knee. Uh, worst place for a tattoo. I just don't think face tattoos are attractive right. on anybody. I don't, I don't, I just don't think I used to hate neck tattoos. I don't mind them if they're well done. I would never do them, but I mean, hell 20 years ago, I would have never had a tattoo on the back of my hand too. So who knows what's going to happen, but, uh, for sure. I don't think face tattoos look good. Fair enough. And what was your question. first? Oh, your first was the, my was first the was the little stallion. shoulder when I did that when I was 18. So yeah. And to wrap this off and to cap this off, do you read minds? No, but it's something I wish I could do sometimes. Fair enough. But no, unfortunately, I do not. Little Zoolander reference for everybody listening. Yeah. Um, I did. I, I totally screwed this up. I didn't throw any Lebowski stuff in there. I always throw Lebowski things in there. Man, you know, you'll have to come back. You're uh, going to hate me. I'm not a big Lebowski I know fan. we spoke about this before. We spoke about this before. But I like, like that's I appreciate it more now. But still, it just overall, I'm just I get that it's got some memorable stuff and people dig it, but just personally, it's just not my jam. So if like personally for me, it's been very helpful. It's like when I tell people like, oh, can you do a meeting on Saturday? I'm like, no, I don't roll on Shabbos. Oh, you don't roll on Shabbos. I get that. Perfect. Right. And now they get so for me, I find it very helpful. Um, 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 I guess we just sign off now. Good job, podcast hosting Morty. Where can people find? Where can people find you, Greg? Uh, Twitter is my social platform of choice. It's just at Greg Gifford. Um, LinkedIn. I'm a, a lot more active there now than I used to be. It's just LinkedIn. yeah, the videos now. Flash. Yeah, Greg Gifford again, all one word. Don't send me Facebook friend requests. I hate that how people see you speak at a conference and you get Facebook friend requests, <laughs> and then they then they get butt hurt when you deny it. But like Facebook is. I don't really use Facebook that much, but Facebook is where like all of my family connects. And I've got pictures like my Instagram's private too, because like that's pictures of my kids. And like, yep. cause mm-hmm. you saw me speak at a conference doesn't mean we need to connect there, you know? And I'm not trying to be like holier than thou, but like <laughs> you got to separate personal life from professional life sometimes, you know? And Twitter is a great platform for connecting with people who, you know, want to ask a question who you're yep. not real life friends with. Yeah, it's great. 
Yep, that's how, that's, how, that's how I met you, Yosef, on Twitter. So it is. that makes sense. It is. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for watching and or listening to Behind the SEOs. We're back at you next month with another great episode of Behind the SEOs. Look for us at behind the at BehindTheSEOs.com, on Twitter at BehindSEOs, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever great podcasts are found. Thank you to Greg. Thank you to Yosef. Thank you for joining us. Bye.